The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to another edition of the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Van Fieren. And in the studio today, in the hot seats, we have Andrew on the mic and we have Marius on the mic. Guys, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks, Trev. Welcome back to part four of Don't Play Church. Now, I really thought that it would end on three episodes Mm -hmm. because the first two was a strong correction Mm. to people who are playing church. Some don't even know that they're playing it, eh? Exactly. Because you you know what? You get over into the flesh. Yeah. And before long, you're just saying things and you're just doing things and you don't even realize, hey, this is not the way a righteous man or a righteous woman lives. Yes. You fall into this deception. Mm. And it just becomes a way of life. And before long, uh, as we we had Sal last night, guys, by the way. We had Sal last night, and it was awesome. It really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the word the Lord gave for last night was, if I had to return, how confident are you that you are ready? And I mean, if you think about that. Mm-hmm. See, some people have got this idea, hey, I've received Jesus as Lord. I want to live any way I want. Mm. And when the rapture takes place, I'm going to go up. And that's not in the scripture. Mm -mm. That's definitely not in the scripture. So we're going to talk about that. And, you know, God is preparing his church. Yeah, He's talking to them. He's preparing his church. So. Let's just open up in a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you that you are always present. Oh, thank you, God, Mm. that you love talking to your kids. Amen. Thank you, Lord God, for your generosity to us. Thank you, Lord God, you're always eager to give us light, to encourage Mm. us, to strengthen us. That's who you are. That's your nature. And I pray today, Father, none of us, as always, I pray this prayer, but it's not a ritual. It's genuine. Mm. I genuinely pray none of us. I don't want us in your way. That's what it means when I say none of us and all of you. That's what it means. Why all of you? Because you are the wise one. You the head of the church. You are the father of glory. You are the source of wisdom. And we need you concerning direction in our lives. Mm, We need you to admonish us. We need you to correct us. We need you to exhort us. We need you to rebuke us. We need that. And hence why I say none of us and all of you. Help us, Lord God, and every listener out there, help them to have ears wide open. Why do I quote that? Um. I quote that because the word says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Mm -hmm. 
Why do I why do I pray, Father, give us eyes to see? Because by the light of your word, you can see things. You can see things that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And why do I pray a heart that understands? Because understanding makes a big difference. Mm. There's a big difference between knowledge and understanding. Mm-hmm. Yes, they work together. And so, Lord, this is yours. This podcast is yours. The, these mics are yours. So I pray that you have your way and bless your children as you will do like you always do. Amen. Uh, we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, the first two episodes we spoke about people playing church and so forth. And, you know, people don't realize, but they fall into a comfort zone, fall into this cycle. And if you don't keep, like Paul said, I keep my body under, you know. I keep my flesh under. I've got control over the thing. Mm. If you don't do that, before long, you're going to slip over into a carnal way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Can a Christian live carnally? Yes. Can a Christian fall into sin? Yes. Mm. Can a Christian fall out of fellowship with a father? Yes. And just stop talking to him. It's that simple. I mean, it's really nothing difficult no. about it. And so there are a lot of people going to church on a Sunday, mm-hmm. throwing their hands up and waving around like they just don't care, <laughs> and singing songs and, and doing all these things. But in the words of Jesus, you know, you honor me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. Mm-hmm. Why would he bring that up? If that did not happen. Yeah. And who says it's not happening today? Mm. It's happening today. There's a there's a lot of things that I've seen that's shocking. Absolutely shocking. And uh, so we brought out part three. And part three was about uh, living a repent, a repentful lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Be quick to repent. Be quick to judge yourself. You know what? If you judge yourself more, you will be far more alert for when your flesh wants to rise up. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you're not going to keep quiet about it. Mm. But this word that the the Lord gave me, I thought, you know, it's done now. Part three, repent. I mean, you know, they get the message. Praise God. Mm. And then we had cell last night, as you know. And in the morning, I spoke to the Lord and I, I said to him, what is it that you would have me talk about? And I really genuinely thought it was going to be a completely different topic. In fact, I thought he might allow me to talk on the love of God. Mm. Uh, Not so much as the Father loving you, but Mm. your responsibility to love. Mm. I, I thought that. Well, I was wrong. And he said, I want you to talk about when I return, how confident are you that you're going up in the rapture? See, so many times, like I said before, there are believers that think that they're born again mm. and they don't. there's no responsibility on their part. Mm. And they're born again and that's that. And when Jesus comes, they're going up. 
Mm-hmm. They can sit and curse and smoke reefer Mm-mm. and commit adultery and just do whatever they want. And when Jesus shows up, they're going to go up in heaven. They're going to go up to heaven. Um, today, they're going to get a rude awakening yeah. if they're listening to this episode. Let's go to First Thessalonians chapter 4. This is a scripture the Lord said I must start out with. And so we are. Um Verse 16 and 17. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. So there is a return of the Lord coming. Yes. We all know this. We refer to it as the rapture of the church. Then you get those type of people that will say there's no such word as rapture. And, you know, they want to get philosophical about it. Well, hey, um, you can call it what you want. At the end of the day, it talks about when we are caught up, mm. mm-hmm. uh, what what do you want to call that? You can call it a lift. You can call it whatever you want. At the end of the day, <laughs> you know, you can use the word rapture. Yeah. You don't have to get technical about it. So I had a dream years ago. And the, the Lord had me uh, say, I want you to talk about this dream. And... Went to went to sleep one night, and just I was out, it was in the middle of the day. In this in this dream now, it was in the middle of the day, and there were people around me and so forth. And all of a sudden, I heard this noise, and we knew it came from above. And everybody looked up. Now, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Everybody looked up, and we saw, we saw this. It looked like this light that just came and just stopped in the middle of the air, and it, it like this gold glow, just exploded everywhere, and. We, that noise was the the trumpet, mm. and the I never forget my words. I shouted, "That is the Lord Jesus Christ coming uh, to fetch His church." But I said it with such urgency in my mm. heart that you know you kind of feel those chills mm. Mm. when you say it. And the next second, there were people all around me. They started going up. Now, I mean, what kind of a dream is that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's not your regular dream. No. And it's not a dream from the devil. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. the devil's not going to give you a dream of hope. Yeah. Mm. He's not going to do that. And um, I started going up. And I remember there was this. I saw other people go up as well. People that I did not know. But at that moment, I realized there's this there's this togetherness that all of a sudden you, you start sensing. Wow. Hey, 
I didn't know they were Christians, you know. We all going up. Well, obviously, I, I never even knew them on the earth. Mm. But look at that, man. We all part of the same family, mm. you know. It was really cool. And I remember this girl with the black hair. She came rushing. By this time, I was up in the air. And I, I was floating, and it was like kind of weird, a weird kind of feeling, but really cool. Mm. And I looked down to my feet area, and there was this girl with black hair. And she fell to the ground, and she had a hand stretched out towards me, but she couldn't reach me, obviously. And she was screaming. And I looked down at her. And I thought to myself, who are you? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, don't, don't, why do you pick me? <laughs> you see all these other people going up here. Why do you come? That's the one. I'm going to go after him. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't know you. Don't act like you know me. <laughs> you know, and uh, I woke up and I thought, wow. And then there were a few months later, I had another dream. And I saw a clock. And I saw the hands of a clock. And it was turning very slowly. And then all of a sudden, it started moving a little bit faster. And it started moving a bit faster and faster. Uh, First of all, by the way, let me back up. I saw Jesus. And I saw his face. And his arms were stretched out. And he was up in the sky. Mm-hmm. And his arms were open. He's a big fella, not a, not a, a little rake. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he, that's a man. Mm-hmm. He's that. He, he's a big fella. He's strong man. That, mm-hmm. and um, he had his uh, robe on and so forth. And his arms were stretched out, and I saw his face. And I was telling people next to me. I was I was sitting in a. A cinema, and I had people sitting next to me, and I told them, "Hey, Jesus is coming! Jesus is coming! He's coming to fetch his church." And the people around me were laughing and mocking me, and so forth. And when I looked back up at the screen, looking at Jesus, his face was gone, and there was a clock in place of his face. And that's when the hands started turning and they started turning faster and faster and faster until it was spinning out of control. And then um, I woke up from that dream. So that is the, the message that this ministry carries. Mm. And we are the, the ones that will tell you, hey, you got to be ready. Yeah. And there's people that's going to mock us for it. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah. Oh, you don't know when the end is going to come. And, you know, some people will, um, f- you know, stick a little lie in there and, and so forth and so on. You can do that. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting off of what God has called us to do exactly. and what God has called us to say. And part of our ministry is an evangelistic ministry. So we are there to wake people up, not just... Not just the Christian, mm. but uh, the lost, but also the Christian, yes. Especially those who are living in the world. Mm. Yeah. Get yourself ready. Jesus is coming. 
So there are scriptures that we have that talk about Christians that are left behind. I looked at that, that girl's face, Andrew. You should have seen the, the look of horror on her face. Mm. You know, she screamed, she's not going up. Is this a reality? When Jesus comes, are we going to see these things? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Are, are people going to be left behind? Unfortunately, yeah. That's a reality. Because, you know, uh, when it comes to the rapture, it's it's got to be a hard matter. Yeah. You know, uh, the Bible, like right in the beginning, the Bible talks about how God so loved the world. That was a hard matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what caused him to send Jesus. And, uh, you know, faith works by love. Faith works, you know, with, with the heart. Yeah. You know, um, a person can't be in uh, doubt and unbelief and, yeah. you know, hatred and bitterness and their faith is functioning perfectly. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything, you know, when, you, when you're receiving your healing, uh, it's, it's a heart matter. When it comes to the rapture, it's a heart matter. It's a heart matter. So, you know, a person can't be filled with all these wicked devices yeah. and expect to be raptured toward the light and you know andrew it's absolutely true what you say at this point in time our focus right now is not prosperity it's not get rich um, get healed and all of that type of stuff we're not against that stuff Mm. um our main focus right now is develop a relationship with the father yeah Mm. that's what and i'm I'm not talking about a fake one Mm. that's why we, we we admonishing people Part of this ministry's outline is saying, hey, you need to wake up. You need mm. to get your life in order. We we are called to rebuke, exhort, um, that are, and, 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 and endure afflictions and all of that stuff. That's part of this ministry. Mm. So we want to encourage people because Jesus is going to come. Yeah. He is coming back to fetch the church. The church is going to be raptured. That's happening. Exactly. And people are going to be left behind. And it's still, uh, I had that dream. I'm not even kidding. I'm saying that dream almost, almost two decades ago. Mm-hmm. And that clock that was going slow. That was those two decades. Mm-hmm. But where we are right now in God's timeline, man, back then, the stuff that we are seeing right here that's taking place at the moment was not taking place back then. No, definitely not. But it's taking place now. Mm-hmm. So I understand now that the, 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 mm-hmm. clock, the clock hands are spinning completely out of control. And what did Jesus say? He said, I'm coming back like a thief in the night. Mm-hmm. When you don't expect me to come, I'm going to show up. But he says, watch, therefore. He didn't say, goof off. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. He said, you don't have to be caught unawares. He said, watch, therefore, and pray. That's why he he gave us um, the whole chapter of Matthew 24. Yeah. You know, to help us identify the season. Help us, yeah. You know, um, when you know the season... Like, you, you know, he's, he's on his way. Let me ask you this. Does Jesus want to come back and take two people back with him in the rapture? No. No. So why is he sending out these messages? Because he wants people to get ready. Mm. Yes. 
That's why. He does not want to come back because he said, when, I, when the Son of Man comes back, will he find faith mm. in the earth? Mm. Yeah. You know, will he find faith in earth? Too many, too many believers living carnally. Andrew, I believe you got some scripture to back that up about people that are left behind. Mm. Okay, so uh, the first is found in Matthew chapter 24, and I'm going to read from verse 40 to 41. This is the King James, and it says, Then shall two be in the field, and one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, one shall be taken, and the other left. So, you know, these scriptures that I'm sharing right now, mm. these are of believers. Yeah. You know, God's not going to give us scriptures of sinners. You know, uh, we know that someone that, that hasn't made Jesus the, their Lord and Savior, yeah. they're already damned. Yeah. They're already going one way. Yeah. So these scriptures are actually for Christians. And the second is Matthew chapter 25. And I'm going to be reading from verse 1 all the way to verse 13. Okay. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps and did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in their jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. Wow. Yeah. What do you think about that, Marius? Very, very, very powerful. And that is a stern, but the warning sign as mm. well. And I was just thinking, looking at a person, I think now the last sentence where, where, it's, where the word says, keep watch. Yeah, and a question yeah. came up, uh, uh, keep, keep watch of what? And the thing that came to my mind is people asking, well, what must I keep watch of? Keep mm. watch of the word of God. Keep watch of their own lives. Yeah, mm. and can keep account what they're doing and make sure they're living for God every day. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the key: living for God every day. And like yeah. we say, we're encouraging people now to have an intimate, regular relationship with Him. Yeah, mm. communicate with Him, mm. make deliberate time with Him instead of making deliberate time with, uh, you know, gossiping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make deliberate time with him. Hey, if you can sit and curse and you can binge on movies and you can binge on secular music all mm-hmm. day long, surely you can mm-hmm. spend some quality time with him. Yeah. Because you don't want, I mean, I wish people could see that woman's face the way I saw it. Yeah. She was in stock terror. Mm. What? is going on. I'm seeing people rise off. I don't know if there were people that ministered to her in the past mm-hmm. yeah. and she rejected it. Yes. I don't know if she was an atheist and she heard Christians talk about Jesus and minister to her and now she's got to face that reality. Yeah. Oh my word, this this is happening. Yes. Mm. 
This is happening. Hmm. She was in stark terror. That look on her face, hmm. screaming, what, what, what's about to happen? Because they don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Obviously, their minds are going to jump to the worst. Yes. Yeah, and I'm also thinking at the same time when Andy read about the, the, those, uh, um, those foolish virgin went back yeah. to buy oil. Um, people can also think of uh, that's not only uh, to compare with her when the, uh, when the bridegroom comes. Say, for instance, they've got any challenge in their life. When that challenge comes, are they going to be prepared or are they going to want to run back and then start praying? Yeah. That is the same thing. Yeah. If something happens in their life that also signals that are they ready? Yeah. Are they ready to face a challenge and God's on their side? Or are they going to go back and have to repair first to face a challenge? Now, if you look at this uh, from Exodus chapter 19 and you look at verse 10 and 11, back in those days, mm. exact same thing. Mm. Exact same thing. Here's the Lord talking to Israel. Yeah. And he tells, he, he says to, this to Moses. The Lord said to Moses, go unto the people, sanctify them today and tomorrow and let them wash their clothes and be ready against the third day. For the third day, the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had to sanctify, sanctify themselves. Mm. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to set apart? Yes. What what do you what do you have to set apart from mm. if there is no other choice in the earth? Mm-hmm. No, you've got to set yourselves apart from the world. Yes. What is what does it say in first John? Love not the world. Yes. It tells us that. Love not the world. You've got to set yourself apart from the world. He says, yeah, um, let them wash their clothes and be ready. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. For the third day, the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people. What, down on the ground? No. Mm-hmm. Also up upon Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. Just like Jesus will return and stop in the clouds and we will be caught up with him. Exactly. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's telling them, clean yourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm coming. So why would it be different for us today? Mm-hmm. Mm. Shouldn't we also sanctify ourselves? Like he said. Absolutely. Yeah. If I'm coming back, how confident are you that you're going up in the rapture? Yeah. Well, you know, um, those 10 virgins, um, all of them were Christian. Yeah. Mm. And isn't it interesting that God said, I didn't know you. Yeah. yeah. He said that to, to the, the second five. Would you say all 10 thought that they were going... Yes, they, they all thought yeah. it. Did that happen? No. Were were five of them shocked like that woman mm. with the black hair? Yes, mm. yes. Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, actually, when we started discussing this, I was mm. actually looking up a scripture that this also relates to this. Now, I think a lot of people also ask, and they will actually be able to relate this. And it's in Matthew 21, uh, correction, Matthew 7, verse 21. I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible, mm-hmm. and it says here, "Not everyone who says to me, Lord." Lord, to enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say in my name on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done many mighty words in your name? And then I will say to them openly, publicly, I never knew you depart from me, 
you act wickedly disregarding my command. Yeah. And mm. my point that I'm making to this is a lot of people can relate to what I'm saying. They can feel they're living a Christian life, they're doing yeah. the good works, they, yeah. they, there's works involved. Yeah. But Jesus is referring to his command. Yeah. That is a relationship. Yeah. A daily relationship. Take the word, learn the word, meditate on the word, and apply the word. That's it. And apply changes. That's it. That is what it comes to. Not mm. doing good works and trying to be seen by people. Yeah. Hey, listen, you, you can repent right now. Yeah. Mm. You can judge yourself right now. You can get right with God right now. Mm. You don't have to be like that woman who I to witness that screamed because mm. they don't know what's coming next. Yeah. Mm. They automatically think, okay, these guys are going to heaven. Where are we going to? Are we going to hell? Mm. I don't know what goes on in their mind, but they are going to think the worst. They're not going to think logically. Mm. They're not going to think rationally. I mean, Come on, man. You're watching mm. people go up into the sky and you've been hearing Trevor Van Fieren Ministries and the Daily Witness podcast talk about this mm. all the time and tell people, hey, get yourself, get yourself, get yourself ready. Uh, we'll do it in, you know, we'll do it, we'll do it. And then Jesus comes on a day when you least expect it. Yes. And now you're, you're thinking, hey, he didn't talk about uh, the other stuff. What's going to happen? <laughs> so, anyway, um, guys, we've gone completely over our time. But. Man, we're just encouraging you to come right with God, man. Yes, amen. We're telling you, just forsake the world, man. Don't love the world. There's nothing mm. in it. Yes. There's really nothing in it. Get your life right with God. And guess what? Uh, I've heard Kenneth Copeland say this, and he, he says this now a lot. He says, I say this to myself every day. One, We are one day closer to the resurrection. Mm. That's beautiful. Mm. He yes. says that all the time. He says, we're one day closer to the resurrection, and he says, we're one day closer to my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way you ought to live. If, if you, and there's nothing wrong thinking that way. Well, what if, what if Jesus doesn't come in my time? Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. At the end of the day, you were living by faith. Mm. Right? So, all you have to do is, if you if you are living as if today is going to be the rapture, yeah. today is going to be the day of the resurrection, then guess what? You will, in the words of Robert Brown, you will check yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we want. Yes, That's all we want. And there's ready. nothing wrong with that. Mm. Um, living a repentful lifestyle. Being mm. quick to judge yourself. Mm. Um, always living your life as if you're living it unto the Lord. Yes. Uh, guys, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So, so keep, keep on hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. 
You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.